0: What are we nerding out on today? Hmm? This show is all about what we... Excuse me. Ah, I'm sorry. It's all about what we're nerding out on. You never know what you're going to get on each episode, so we hit record and we see what happens. You know what I'm saying?
1: I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, ma. A
0: real-life superhero.
1: The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero?
0: Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. Okay, okay, yeah, it's been a while. I think it's actually been just over a month now since we've had an episode, but we are back, Captain Influence is returning, and I've got my homemade spice cider ready to drink because it's December, Christmas season is upon us!
1: Woo! Yeah, I'm excited about it too. Let's rock it!
0: Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. It's the, t- tis the season, right? Tis the season for The Real Brian Show again, because it's been a while. So I'm The Real Brian. Thanks for joining me. I'm glad you're here. I've got some cider I'm going to drink here in just a second that I, I mulled and spiced. Going to end this week right. I'm telling you, we're here to do this. Captain Influence, welcome back. Lucky. Lucky. Dude, I'd ugh. like some spice cider. Yeah, I'm going to drink it here in just a minute and we're going to see if it's any good. But uh, oh, but but the, but, but first, oh, but uh, hey, wait, first. Wait, wait. oh, no, go ahead. But first, first,
1: I have a complaint. Oh, okay. The shuttle, your shuttle that I'm still that I'm still, you know, kind of you're trapped, not so? renting. Oh. It the cider machine in your in your shuttles, kind of on the fritz. Oh, so, shoot. I mean, you installed it last season, and it was really cool. And I've been using it a little bit this this month, but yeah, it's not working anymore anymore. So,
0: okay, I'll get right on that. Just a FYI, yeah, actually, I'll get the elves to get right on that. Is there... those guys are jerks? I don't. <laughs> are you sure <laughs> they're
1: total jerks? But they at least. Can know I, how I fix things, man? I, I would rather hire someone to fix them, and I'll I'll, I'll pay for it. Okay, I okay. just don't want those dudes in there. They're. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh,
0: you you supply the fixer. Uh, just tell me. Just tell me who you want, and we'll get that fixed up, and then I'll, okay. I'll okay. spice some more cider. But in the meantime, I'm going to taste some and tell you if it's any good for you or not. Oh, but first. Okay, hold on. I got to do this first. This is so important. <sighs> Y'all know what day it is? Party. That's right. Woo! Thank God.
1: Woo-hoo!
0: Oh, okay, time to party.
1: Oh.
0: party. I don't know about you, but... Uh, Listening to disco music just makes me want to party. Disco is not dead. I'm sorry. No, not at all, man. It's, uh, it's still very much alive. Very important. But it's time for some cider, man. Oh, this is... Um, so, you know, I like to spice it super spicy with the cinnamon and the clove and other things like that. And yeah, here we go. Mm. Oh, mm.
1: Whoa! I think Santa feels a little buzz. yeah (laughs)
0: that is good (laughs) uh i got my little jingle bells here on the microphone
1: oh it's adorable isn't
0: it just so it's so precious
1: don't don't do that too loud though because those those elves you mentioned kind of like are attracted to that noise that's true and you know what jerks those guys are so
0: (laughs) there is nothing like an elf To just, I mean, like if you want to look up jerk or a hole or whatever in the dictionary, just see elf.
1: Yeah. I mean, we're not talking Lord of the Rings elves. Those guys are cool.
0: Oh, yeah. For the most part. Yeah. That's
1: true. The Woodland elves elves and
0: uh, yeah, the Lothlorien elves, whatever they call them. Yeah. They're all great, you know, but but the, the Santa's elves suck.
1: Well, I mean, and I don't blame them either. I mean, their lot in life has been kind of crap since the beginning. So did you
0: see the movie elf? I still have not. With, with Will Ferrell. Okay, so yeah, yeah. That, that paints elves in a different picture. You know, it shows like the, <laughs> the way that elves should, well, I don't know if they should be that way, but you know, he's a he's a very unrealistically happy elf because elves are very angry, very uh, disgruntled workers, you know, that kind of thing. As so,
1: we well know, yes. Exactly, yeah. Well, you're
0: jerks, man. I agree. Santa's elves suck. All right. So let's get into this, man. Dude, what have you been nerding out on? It's been, like I said, a month. Oh, you know what? I should probably maybe give a little, should I give a little explanation of why we have done literally no episodes in the entire month of November or should we just leave it to mystery? No, no, just, just throw it out there. (laughs) Okay. Keeping it it super brief is just things went nuts in our lives personally. And uh, we got hit from way too many different sides just too much going on. It was one of those things where I remember telling, you know, Sarah at the, I want to say the end of October, I kind of said, if some of these things don't get resolved soon, there's going to be a lot that's just going to have to go. And they didn't get resolved. Here we are. So didn't do, you're f- talking four, about your uh, HOA, right? Your- oh, that's one thing. That's one among oh. many. That was just busy. That was just so much busyness. And then there were other personal things going on. There were other financial things going on. There were other family health issues going on. It was just nonstop. Okay. So it's just one of those things where, yeah, the, the real Brian show episodes was one of the things to go. And uh, I actually had to step down from playing the piano at church temporarily. Ooh, ah. uh, I mean, that's how bad it got. So I was just like, okay, I'm sorry. We have nothing. But here we are. I'm at least doing three. We're doing this week, next week, and the, and the following week, December 15th. That will be our final episode of the year. And yeah, we'll and I'm take, coming
1: out of retirement for this one and the and two that. episodes from now. So
0: I feel like you and I kind of just we we do Christmas right on the Real Brian show. So that's Dude. why I was like, I have to I have to bring you on. If if you were willing, I wanted to bring you back for that. But then we'll take two weeks off and come back oh, in the I'm new willing. year. So there we're going. <laughs> I'm always willing.
1: I'm willing, Brian. It's my
0: lucky day. Woo. What's going on, man? What have you been nerding Dude. out on?
1: Four weeks ago now. Uh three or four weeks. Yeah. It's been about a month. I was in the shower and I had just, I, I had just it's finished watching. <laughs> yeah, I, when it's I'm in the shower, I do a lot of me. thinking. You know, I do too. Yeah. I, I think we can't about be alone you know, in that. my mind wanders while I'm in the shower and I don't take yeah. long showers. I just, while I'm in there for like five or seven minutes, sure. I think about stuff. And I had just finished binge watching the two seasons of uh, one punch man, mm, yeah. which, which up to later, AKA alpaca lips got me into. That's a great show. Johnny pistol. It, it's got me a fun into show originally. Yeah. It's a fun show in the first season. When one punch man's, uh, disciple asks him how he got to be so powerful. He gave him this goofy <laughs> answer. He said, yeah. here's what I did. I did a hundred pushups, a hundred sit-ups, I ran 10 kilometers. Oh, and I did a hundred squats every day. That was it. It was yeah. just some dumb answer, right? It was like, you got this strong by doing <laughs> that. That that was the joke. Well, I was thinking, what would it take for me to do a hundred push-ups, a hundred sit-ups, a hundred squats, and run ten kilometers every day? And I was like, I'm not going to run ten kilometers every day because my knees won't handle it at, at, at my age or yeah. at, with. I I've never been a runner, so and I, and the last time I tried to run many years ago. Uh, like on the treadmill every every other day or so, I, I I started getting knee issues. Yeah, so I can't do the running, squatting. Uh, I I didn't really want to do squatting. Uh, but then I thought, well, what's to stop me from doing a hundred push ups, hundred sit ups, and like a bunch of stairs every day, like every single day? Yeah. And I thought, I I thought about, it and I was like, well, the only way, I, I mean, I'm not, the only way to do it for me is to not make it, is to make it not be a Chore, because all my life when I get into an exercise routine, eventually I peter out because it's because to me exercising is work. Eventually, my brain convinces me I don't I don't want to do it today. I just don't want to do it. And a lot of people listening can relate to that. You don't want to do it today. Why? Let's just take a day off. And then the day the day turns into a week, and then then you kill your routine. Yeah, that happens all the time. Oh yeah, especially in the new year. Yeah. So I thought, well, what could I do? How could I sustain a routine where I exercise a certain amount every day and not feel like a chore? And I, and I thought, what if I did it, did just a little bit of exercising once an hour, mm. every hour that I'm not like digesting food or something? Sure. So, sure. so starting at like eight o'clock in the morning, I go eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Then I have lunch and I take a couple hours off and I go like two, three, four, five. That's nine times. And at the top of every hour, during those nine hours on a given day, I will do 10 sets of stairs, which is, takes about three or four minutes. Just go up and down my stairs 10 times. Then I do 12 push-ups. I'm, I'm, I've, I've graduated up to 14 now. Nice. And then I do 20 sit-ups. So really easy stuff. It's not... Sure. You're not, you're not overtaxing your body. It takes literally like six minutes to do all of that. So it's a very short routine and I just do it once an hour. So I set my alarm every hour that I want to do it. And when the alarm goes off, if I'm not busy, I go and take care of it. If I am busy, I get unbusy and go do it. So like today or no, yesterday, let's, let's take yesterday. Yesterday, I ran up and down 880 stairs. I did 98 pushups and 140 sit-ups. Nice. That was just yesterday. Yeah. So, and I do something comparable every single day. How is it feeling and and are you seeing results? Good question. It feels great. I'm not seeing hardcore results yet. It's only been a month, but um I'm I'm obviously getting stronger, but sure. I'm it's it's I'm not really I'm not doing it for pure strength because if you do it for pure strength, most people will tell you, well, you gotta push your body harder than just doing 12 yeah. or 14 pushups, 20 setups. 20 setups is easy. I'm gonna graduate up to 30 here any day now, just yeah. just because. Because 20 is just too easy. I haven't seen obvious results yet. And part of that's also, you know, I, I've been eating too much at Thanksgiving. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, like we all did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, of course, over the, over the course of the summer and fall, I've been cheating a lot because, on my diet because I've been going to Colorado so often. Yeah. So that's hindered me a little bit, but, but it has to help. There's no question that it's definitely having a, a good result on me. I just haven't. My, my awesome six-pack that we all know about, yeah. Oh, so yeah, it's, the 12 it's still, pack. whatever. It's still yeah. hiding. It's still hiding right now. So, gotcha. um, yeah, so I, I haven't, that. I haven't shed, I haven't shed the, what do you, the, the catchers. The blubber? Yeah. The, yeah.
0: Yeah. We'll, we'll call a, it such that. Such as it is. Yeah.
1: I'm not, I'm not the most blubbery guy in the world, but <laughs> no, what, what's there, I'm just throwing what's there is still hiding. But yeah. I have, you know, I have noticed some, you know, muscle definition of my arms and shoulders and stuff. So oh, nice. if anyone's out there, you know, kind of thinking along the same lines give it a shot. Try, try a little bit of exercise once an hour rather than, rather than making yourself do the work of a, a, a fuller exercise routine every day, which to a lot of people is just kind of, it's just not something that they're, they, they know it's not something they're going to sustain. Yeah. You but a little bit every hour works really well for me. So, and I think that builds more
0: stamina, which is really cool too. Cause the, yeah. you're right about the muscle building that things I've heard over the years is that I'm going to shake the, you know, uh, I feel the, the things I've heard over the years is that if you really want to get, like you said, that that true muscle definition and everything like that, you really need to push yourself to failure, Yes. like you're saying. But if you're not trying to do that, then yeah, maybe it's more of a stamina thing. You know, lighter and more reps is more stamina building versus strength, which is kind of nice too.
1: What I'm going yeah. for is not necessarily strength, but it's endurance and higher metabolism. That's what I'm going for.
0: Yeah, exactly. St- so I'm, stamina, I'm getting my uh, heart rate. Sorry. At-
1: the the stairs get my heart just just those ten sets of stairs. Every hour I get my heart rate up and I'm breathing heavy. Yeah. By the end of that 10 sets. Uh and so that's that's really the, the my main motivation is to keep my metabolism higher in general every day. I love it.
0: You know, I heard this funny thing recently, I don't remember who said it, but they were talking about how they were watching this overweight person that was out every day running. Every day running. Mm-hmm. And and a big dude. Um, And I guess they, I think they knew him. That's what it was. And, and the guy ate really poorly, but he was (laughs) out running every day and he looked like he was going to die kind of thing, you know, just really not doing very well kind of thing. And the quote that I heard this person was, is that, you know, bravo for him to be out running every day, but you, (laughs) you can't outrun your diet. Yes. And I heard that and I was like, oh man, yeah, you're right. Because no matter how much exercise I do, if I'm not eating well, like you said, you're never going to see your six pack. I've got a six pack. I know it because the, uh, the ab and the core exercises that I do in Pilates, mm-hmm. they're insane. And they're getting easier for me, like really yeah. easy. And I mean, I know that the muscles are there, but I can't see them because <laughs> I can't outrun my diet. So
1: well, so or some out people, Pilates my diet, I guess some people like, like, uh, my, my favorite example is, um, what's his name? The, the swimmer. Oh, Phelps. Phelps, yeah. yeah
0: 10,000 calories or something like that.
1: Yeah, he he eats three times what I would eat on a really, really bad day. Yeah. But that's because he's exercising so much. So, so technically you can outrun your diet if you're just running all day long.
0: Well, and it depends on what calories he's eating too. If he's eating good uh-huh. calories, then that matters. And also uh, Tim Ferriss did a big, huge study on thermic thermal load, which is if you're in cold water, Um, that's why you've got people that, you know, live in the, the very cold countries of the world will eat lard and other things like that just to keep the weight on or else they get too cold. So it's the same kind of thing. So if you're in cold water all the time, your body is at what they would call shiver level or something like that. There's some shivering technical term or whatever. And so you're burning, you're burning calories and fat much faster than someone who's not.
1: Yes. So there's, there's uh, that too. I, uh, that reminds me, I'm I'm very much toying with the idea of purchase of a uh, eventually. I can't right now, but uh, but eventually, investing in a cold plunge. Oh, interesting. Machine. Okay, I thought yeah, you were going to say I'm an Olympic sized swimming
0: pool with a 13 no, foot deep. That would have been awesome. High dive.
1: No, although yeah, I I can't. I mean, you could because of your studio, you got more than oh, enough room plenty, for that yeah. ceiling. But I don't have that so kind high. of room. So yeah, but a cold plunge, I could I could stick a cold plunge machine in my basement. I could do that every morning.
0: Well, really and, uh, cheap and easy way to do that is just grab a bag of ice and fill up your bathtub with ice and cold <laughs> water and just plunge right in.
1: <laughs> I don't totally have a bathtub, but even I have a shower. But even a yeah. cheaper and easier thing to do would just be to take a cold shower like you were doing for a while. Remember that? Are you oh, still doing yeah.
0: that? Uh I did it throughout most of the summer, yeah. When I get into the cold months like this, it's hard.
1: Oh, it's it's hard any at any time to do a cold to, to do even a few seconds oh, under no, cold water. No, it no. sucks. In the summer, too. That's amazing. the point though. You yeah, come back from like a
0: bike ride and you're all sweaty and you get in and you just like you start warm and then you just continually <laughs> get colder and colder and colder and then it's just like this refreshing blast of ice. Ugh.
1: Yeah, I'm going for the the cold plunge. The reason I guess it, it it's good for you is because it it shocks your body yeah, into doing stuff chemically or whatever to that that's that is is long term much healthier. So I don't know all the details. I've heard a lot about it, and I've I've listened to people talk about it a lot. But I don't know. I can't parrot them back to you. But it's supposed to be a very good thing for you to to do that every day. I wonder. If, um,
0: I wonder if being frozen in carbonite would have the same effect on your body, metabolism wise. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. I know. One of the other things <laughs> I was going to tell you this. I tried the whole stair thing. And oh yeah. Okay. So for most of you know this, but for those of you who who don't know this, that. After the failed back surgery many years back, and then, you know, you have a resurgence, usually, uh, and it it actually turned out out to be my glute and some other problems, but 2017, really bad year of extraordinary pain. They put me on a dose of prednisone that was way, way, way too high. Mm. And ever since then, I've had permanent heart palpitations multiple times a day, every single day ever since. And I've never had that before that. so. Um, it's been incredibly bad, actually, the last couple of weeks. I've been having a really hard time controlling them. They're just like, it literally feels like somebody's punching you in the chest and then you get really interesting dizzy and kind of lightheaded and, for a while. And,
1: and your cardiologist said that there's, that there's nothing to worry about. That's every just so cardiologist, weird to me.
0: Oh, it's normal. It's fine. It's totally healthy. I'm like, doesn't feel healthy. I don't
1: believe that. A lot of it though that. is stress. So
0: if it's emotional, mental stress, which is a lot of been what's been going on the last couple of months, actually but mm-hmm. also physical stress. So for example, if I'm biking and I have to push up a hill, I mm-hmm. will really trigger heart palpitations in a very bad area. And I could pass out on my bike, which is a bad idea. Mm. So yeah, that's that why sucks. I got an e-bike was so that I didn't have to push that hard, but I could continue the fast rotations and still get the cardio and the heart rate up to a healthy level for me okay. without pushing physical stress on that kind of thing. And it's the same kind so of thing in Pilates. I'm able to physically push myself carefully. But if I do too much, I'll trigger heart palps. But if I'm, if I'm able to work into it, then I'm not putting as much physical stress. All that said. So what I was okay. doing was I was transporting Christmas decoration boxes up and downstairs. And then I would just go up and down the stairs like you were doing to try it out. And Oh my gosh, it was really triggering the heart palps. And I yeah, got really it dizzy. It was really bad. So I thought I can't do that. That, yeah, sucks. that sucks. So I was looking, cause I bad. was excited to do that when the really, like we we've just had, a lot of snow, and very, very, very cold temps, you know, single digits kind of things. And so I thought, okay, well, I'm not getting outside, so I'm going to try the whole stair thing. Totally jacked me up. So I was like, dang it.
1: Yeah, that's <sighs> a serious handicap. because It I really mean, is. Because those heart palpitations are preventing you from getting a, a solid amount of cardiovascular exercise.
0: Yeah, and if I and, bike, then I'm fine. And actually biking helps to reduce the heart palpitations over So over at least time. you have that. Yeah, except in the winter, I can't do that. So I got to find a way to right. either go to the gym again and, and just, you know, get on the stationary bike or something because I don't have a stationary bike at home. But- um, That'd be it. You can get a used one for pretty cheap. Um, yeah, it's just the room. I don't have a lot of room. I mean, the studio uh, does, but the rest
1: of the place does That's doesn't. true. You really don't. You really don't have a lot of room there. Yeah. I'm not even sure. Except in your studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: But you know, they won't deliver Uh, the studio. So I don't know. Yeah, I got to figure that out because, yeah, I've learned that for me, biking and Pilates were those are the two things that keep me at my peak level of strength, functionality, and exercise, and cardio, which also lowers stress and anxiety, and all of the other, and lowers heart palpitations. And I feel great when I can do that. And vitamin D, by the way. But in the oh, winter, yes. we don't get yep. vitamin D because it's too cold and we don't bike. Supplement. Doesn't, it's not the same. I do. Yeah, and you I totally what? supplement, but there's nothing like going out and just getting 15 minutes of sunlight. That changes everything. Oh, nothing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And, and I, I, you know, I've thought about this a lot. How do we really know that the, vit- that the vitamin supplements we take oh are actually vitamins? Yeah, no, I
0: mean, we don't. That's what the FDA's been trying to warn us all about ever since. People, be, people <laughs> that being, being people being
1: people, people being monkeys with guns that we are, people yeah. being the people that we are, it's it's so possible, if not probable, that that at least a lot of the supplements that you buy in the store are just calcium carbonate, you know, chalk or something. Most of I mean, them there you are just, many of you them just, are, yeah. You just have to take the company that makes the vitamins word for it that they're actually vitamins. And, that, and maybe there's a... I mean, so a lot of supplementation might be a placebo effect. Like you think you're taking a vitamin so your mind is you know yeah. making up for the lack of actual vitamin. But, but, then, but then again, the, vit- the multivitamin and, and the vitamin D that I take every single day with my lunch, maybe those really are chock full of vitamins and they're helping me. so I know, they're, I know that some vitamins actually are decent
0: and I know that obviously the ones that, okay, so uh, people people are going crazy about Athletic Greens or AG1. It's like if you watch AG1. YouTube, everybody's, you know, a sponsor. It's
1: expensive. It
0: is, but that would make, I don't know if it's actually good. I really don't, but it would make more sense because it dissolves and you drink it. So you digest right. it faster and more naturally versus like a pill, which is packed. It Well, it depends on the pill, right? If it's a tablet, yeah. then it's packed together. Um, or like if it's a capsule, then it could actually be okay. But a lot of those vitamins do have fillers in them. And a lot of them actually, like I've heard that many of the cheaper brands, you're just wasting your money and everything else. There's really nothing
1: to them, but then some Uh, of them are actually pretty good. You know, you would almost trust AG one. I would probably too.
0: And Juice Plus. I, so,
1: I, I looked into buying it once and it was like $70 for a container of it. And I was like, a wait month, a minute, yeah. I don't want to spend $70 every month on this.
0: You're getting the nutrients that you probably aren't getting otherwise. And like we've yeah. we've taken Juice Plus for years just because of that. Because it's like, you know, Sarah's dad was a soil scientist and he mm. basically was saying that, you know, we, we destroyed the soils. And so you don't get the nutrients that we used to get 100 years ago. And so the foods we're getting are giving us like a fraction of the nutrients. And so we thought, "No, okay, our friend's doing juice plus. Let's just try it. And we've seen a big difference in it. And like with kombucha, I see a big difference in staying healthier and feeling better too, if it's a good kombucha. So I feel like there are some things that work, but then I had a friend. um, By the way, you hear these things, you hear these opinions from people in the health industry with something to sell. And so I never know who to trust, but I had a friend who worked in, um, he worked in a water management, water treatment management for a okay. while. And so all about the sewage and, you know, basically how to clean everything up and everything. Um, and this is absolutely disgusting, but I'm not going to give too many details. So don't worry. <laughs> but they were talking about that when they would clean out the the sewer pits or whatever they were, you know, after they got rid of all the water and everything, there would be kind of the leftover residue and they would see a lot of pills all over the place and yeah. Yeah. they said the ones that they could actually read said Centrum on them, meaning they didn't digest. So don't take Centrum. That's all I gotta say. Interesting. And that's from somebody who huh. had no benefit to anything health wise. He was just and Centrum's blown away. a
1: big, big brand. Oh yeah, but
0: that was the so, one that never broke down, and your body didn't digest it. He said it was almost literally like learned. the nor- like what you would pull out of the container.
1: So people were just pooping out Centrum pills that they didn't digest. And then there were many
0: other vitamins too, but they couldn't read which ones they. Yeah, gosh. Yeah, those are the only ones they could read were the Centrums, but they
1: there were others. Okay. So anyway. Interesting, that's really cool. I mean, that's yeah, not cool, but it's it's good to know.
0: I know. So stay away from Centrum, but other than that, I I yeah, there're probably a lot of other ones to stay away from too and I have no idea. Anyway, dude, this is this has been fascinating because, you know, it's Everybody talks about this stuff in January, and I don't believe in the whole New Year's resolution junk because nobody keeps them. But yeah. I kind of look at it as that when you're at a place where you're motivated to do something, then go do it and then try to stick with it like you're talking about in a way that yeah. makes sense for your lifestyle and keeps you motivated.
1: Yeah, I look forward every hour that I do this. I, I, I just, okay, I'm going to go exercise and I just do it for six minutes and, I'm, and I don't push myself to the point where I'm like, oh, it's so hard. And then my brain doesn't come up with an excuse to not do it because it's not hard. Yeah. So that's cool. So it's just very it's so far, it's very sustainable, and I'm and I'm crossing my fingers that it remains so.
0: This reminds me of something, and I may actually make the first week of January episode more focused on what I'm about to say here. But just to share this very briefly, it was so we've obviously followed Colorado State volleyball, and they did very well this year, but unfortunately lost in the championship to Fresno State, which is where my parents went. That's their alma mater. But interestingly enough, last year, Fresno State's volleyball team was last in the mountain West. They won one conference game only the entire year. Oh wow, this year, wow, they turned around they turned around and won the mountain west tournament. dang one year, one year that's un- that's <laughs> very like you don't hear about that very often that's a very it can unusual happen. it can yeah, but it's very unusual. So what's interesting is that they went out and they searched and searched and searched for the right coach. And they found this woman who I, you know, I'd never heard of, but we looked into her a little bit and wow, she's got like tons and tons of experience and clearly wisdom and knowledge. And she's, she's been around and knows a lot. And so they found this person and said, you're our coach. We're going to do whatever it takes to get you. They brought her in. She was amazing. Actually, we were watching the game and every time they would call a timeout, Fresno state would come out and do some very successful adjustments. Hmm. And I thought that's incredible coaching right there. You don't see that very often. Usually it's like they call a timeout, they try to pump them up and they come out and they do the same thing. Right. You know? So this was, this was a very incredible game actually to watch. And even though of course I was rooting for Colorado state, I was like, okay, Fresno state deserved that. And that was an awesome game. But they created a slogan at the beginning of the year that, put them on the back of their shirts and everything. And the slogan said, why not us? And their whole thing was "We were last place. We want to win this year. Why not us?
1: Wow. That's really cool. Yeah.
0: And so they clearly believed it. And I got to thinking that really inspired me. And I need to, I need to be using that slogan for myself. And I want to use that slogan for all of us too, because even in your health routine, why not us? Why can't we do this? Why not? You know, Um, if you want to succeed in something, if you want to make an in make an impact and you know influence others or whatever, I don't know why not? Why not you? Yeah, I've been recording. By the way, I started recording my music finally. Yeah, I'm in the process. It's not there. I'm I'm learning a lot. So it's it's a lot of fumbling around trying to figure out what the heck I'm doing. Um, but there's a couple of yeah. I did one little sample that is some new theme that I came up with, and it's 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 a horrible horrible recording, and it's literally just like one quick little theme. So you know, it's like 20 seconds long and that's it. But that was the whole point just to throw in like, okay, what if I threw in a violin or a cello or whatever? How how does this work? How do I do this? I have a lot to learn still, but it's unprocessed, which is great.
1: Well, dude, eventually you're going to be able to, uh, seriously, you're going to be able to insert your own little musical Interludes into the show, I hope so, and you don't have to worry about copyright lawyers or anything like that exactly I know <laughs> I could do my own little like it's right that'd be that'd be a, a nice'd <laughs> be a nice addition to the show, not necessarily produce stuff like that, but I'm just saying little interludes, yeah, in the like little things to break up the show, perhaps just with your own music to give it a little more dynamicism, I don't know yeah,
0: yeah, well, it's interesting that you know with this how how really bad this last month has been it's been uh discouraging in so many different ways and I, uh, I've been using an interesting phrase and I think, you know, you and I talked about this a little bit that I, at times I'm literally surrounded by people as far as, you know, you go to an, like you go to a game, you go to church, you're surrounded by people. Right. Mm-hmm. But I feel alone. Mm, yeah. And I've been using that because that's, everybody is so busy, so consumed with their own lives that it's just like, why am I even trying kind of thing? you know, So there's been a lot of discouragement with that. And then of course with other things. And so here I am trying to learn my music and it's just so much work and my brain is frying and I'm like, I just, I just need to be creative and play and not Mm -hmm. trying to figure out how everything works, but I'm getting there. But then I had this horrible thought that went through my mind, got to thinking, all right, I'm going to spend all of this money, all of this time on my music. I'm going to get it all done. I'm going to put it out there and 10 people are going to listen to it. And that'll be the end of the story. And I got really discouraged and I just thought, no. well, I'm just another person who does music just like every other dime of dozen, you know, musician out there. There's, there's so many people and I just got to thinking like, why? Why? Why even do this? But then I read that slogan and said, why not us? And I thought, okay, screw it. Why not me? I'm going to put my music out there and why not? Why can't I influence millions with the music? And you know what? I'm tired of putting a ton of money and work and effort and time into everything that I do. There we go. There's my jingle bells <laughs> and not seeing results. Like I'm tired of it. So why not me? Why not us? Yeah. So there you go. That's, that's the slogan. It was inspiring and that's where I'm going.
1: And maybe you should. So the point being, you should concentrate instead of trying to succeed in all these other venues, try and concentrate on your music. I think that's what And apply that right slogan now. to that one thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because I have hit closed door after rejection after closed door for the past few months. And I've put out a lot of mm-hmm. effort and just constantly getting the door slammed in my face. And I'm just like, all right, I'm done. I'm going to go do music.
1: <laughs> Screw the there rest of the stuff. You know, you're good at it. Do what you're good at. Yeah.
0: There you go. So hopefully that inspires someone else that might be in that same spot. Why not you?
1: Why Let's not? Do hey, this.
0: what else you nerding out on?
1: I have two more things I want to mention. Oh, yes. Uh, number went. one, it, and tis the season. Remember, I think we we talked about we started talking about it uh, last time I was on the show a few weeks ago. Your the mother? Ho- Hogwarts stamp. Yeah. Always My talking mother. about Back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, Hogwarts! Yes, yes, Hogwarts
1: legacy. So mm. I've I've been playing yeah. it, and I put a lot of hours into it, and I'm I might be halfway through. I don't know. Uh, but I I just want to say one thing about that game. If you are a Harry Potter fan, oh yeah, you kind of need to play this game. I agree it with is so it's so good, and it's so Harry Potter and Even it's if you're so, not a gamer, yeah, if you're at that, that that's that I was kind of getting to that. If you're not a gamer, somehow find a way to play that game, yeah because you will not regret it. it's amazing <sighs> it's 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 inner it's 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 a just for lack of a better word, it's almost like the perfect video game. It really um, is. It's not my favorite video game of all time because I like other... I mean, it's, I mean, I'm a big Harry Potter fan, but I'm not a Harry Potter nut. If you're a Harry Potter nut, you've got to play Hogwarts Legacy. It's yeah. that good. So, I agree. yeah. Um, I just wanted to throw that out there. And then I also wanted well, to be, mention... Before that I jump
0: into that, because yeah. I, I wanted to say that I completely agree with you and I, it is. It's, it's spectacular in so many ways... And yeah. just being able to walk around Hogwarts and oh. the castle grounds and, I Dude. mean, everywhere you can go it's in the so game. Detailed. It's so detailed. Oh, it's, and it's everything. It's all there. It's incredible. You get to, it's like playing out the movies, but more.
1: Yeah. You're playing a movie. You're playing a movie that takes place back in the Victorian era. Yeah. Like, uh, late eighteen hundreds, I think, is when it takes place.
0: But the magic you so, get to do feels so realistic, and there. are oh so, yeah, it's phenomenal. I mean, Honestly, I agree. And
1: realistic, I, as in it, it feels like the movie. Yeah. Well, but if I mean, I'm
0: saying like being able to actually, you know, action the magic in the game feels very realistic and true, true to okay. the movies and to the the books and the stories and everything. Not just like like some games, you know the the combat whatever you want to call it, the combat mechanics Mm -hmm. or whatever that is, doesn't necessarily always feel very good or very realistic or whatever. It just kind of feels clunky or whatever. This just feels perfectly fine tuned. It's just, it's well done. So you actually feel like a wizard using magic and stuff. And, and one thing I was going to say really quickly just about games, because um, I was in the middle of Hogwarts And I was like, I got to finish up the Guardians of the Galaxy game because I started that and then (laughs) jumped to Hogwarts. I'm like, I just got to finish Guardians of the Galaxy. So I'm almost done. Two more chapters. And that's another game that I was saying was absolutely spectacular. You were too. Wonderful. It is, in some ways, better than the movies, for sure.
1: Oh, yes, it is. I like In my opinion, it is way better than at least the second and third movies. I would agree Um, with that. I have have a place in my heart for the first one. But... But yeah. it's that game is 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 objectively better than the second and third movies.
0: You know what's interesting about it is that the way that they did all of the characters, everybody. I mean, we're talking Peter, Groot, Rocket, Gamora, Manta, Mantis. Uh, sorry, Mantis. What
1: what's the dog's name? Um, oh man, the dog, uh, the dog, oh, Cosmo. what's his name? Cosmo? Cosmo. Oh, yeah, dude. This- dude. Dude, the, uh, the
0: Cosmo in the video game is like infinitely better than <laughs> than the movie for sure in, in the third movie. But oh, all I'm yeah. going to say is like every single character in the game and the representation of the Guardians themselves is, even though I love them in the movies, I love them. I loved Drax. I love all, I love, you know, everybody. Sure. But in the games, they're so much
1: better. Oh, dude. I, it's I mean, a, I it's, can't
0: believe how much better Mantis is.
1: Yeah, oh, and Mantis I loved Mantis is is in the movie too. Oh my gosh, yeah, she's Mantis phenomenal in the game. Ama- yeah, she, I, th- I. I. I think I said when when I first reviewed that game on this show a long time ago, um, yeah. last year I think uh, I mentioned that the the characters seemed more like they were based on the comic book Guardians rather than the movie Guardians. Yeah, because they're definitely not based on the movie Guardians. Like like, uh, they don't look exactly like the movie actors. Whereas the sure. Hogwarts game. That's based on the movie sets and sounds. And uh, yeah. so the, the movies were the, were the inspiration of the setting of the game. Yeah. Whereas that's not the case with Guardians.
0: What's fascinating is that, I mean, I like Rocket. I, Rocket and, and Groot are fairly similar than, you know, to, the, to the first movie, that is. Sure. But I got to tell ya, you, know, Gamora in the movies, she was okay. She was never one of my favorite characters. But Gamora in this game is one of my favorite characters. Oh, She's cool. phenomenal in the game. I like the way they did her. I thought it was so much better. They, they give her heart. She's what is she? She's the, the ultimate like killer essentially in the galaxy, the most deadliest woman in the galaxy. And, mm-hmm. uh, and yet they give her heart and a conscience. How do you do that? Right. And they didn't do that in the movie. I don't think not really. Okay. So anyway, I'm, I'm just saying it was phenomenal. And since you were talking about Hogwarts, but all right, what's the Heck last
1: yeah. thing you're doing? Oh, I'm glad. You, I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. Cause I had forgotten that you were playing it. Um, I I took my movie buddy, my dear 80-year-old mother-in-law to see Napoleon this last weekend. Nice. And I got to tell you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> but de- I was But did de- Was it anything was
0: like Napoleon in Bill
1: and Ted's cuz that's not that's even the perfect
0: of. representation of the real Napoleon.
1: That ironically, <laughs> that Napoleon is a better representation oh, no. of Napoleon than then Joaquin Phoenix is Napoleon. Oh, I don't blame Phoenix because he's, everyone knows what a good actor he is. I mean, yeah. my goodness. What is it? Uh, the Johnny Cash movie. Um, oh yeah. Walk the, the, line.
0: the line. And him as Joker and everything.
1: Dude. And the yeah. Joker. I mean, yeah. he, we all know what a good actor Joaquin Phoenix is. I think this comes down to directing. I really do. I, I just, I've, I've been saying ever since Prometheus came out that Ridley Scott's kind of lost his, his mojo. Okay. This movie proved one more time that he has definitely lost his mojo. I oh, bummer. He didn't sell it as I, I just didn't feel like Joaquin was Napoleon. He didn't make me feel like he was Napoleon. Mm. I mean, he had, he had zero accent You anyway, know, So he sounded like an what? American kind of talking like, Oh yeah, no accents. Most of the people with accents in the movie were, uh, had uh, like English accents.
0: Why would he have a French, French accent?
1: I don't know. That's like Kevin Costner in all of his movies.
0: Kind never, of. never yeah. had an accent. Even if he was British or whatever, he never. He just had the American accent.
1: Yeah, like in, like in uh, the Robin Hood one. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's horrible. very similar to that. Yeah, I same, that movie, same kind of concept. Yeah. Oh, that's that, that, terrible. So, so the acting was not as good as it could have been. Uh, the the writing was just kind of. I mean, it was kind of slow. He's like a lower ranking officer in the beginning he does something cool and then all of a sudden he's a general and then all of a sudden he's emperor mm. i mean it's just it's just the the flow of the movie it's almost like they they tried to make the movie more about his relationship with with empress josephine
0: oh that's what i was wondering if if she was in oh, yeah, had a she role was in it.
1: she was really good yeah that okay. actress was great she had a british accent it's just it really just it was just, it was kind of a big disappointment i was kind of i was nodding off several times in the <laughs> movie uh, my oh, my mother, bless her, stayed awake the whole time, and she thought it was pretty good. Uh, she liked it more than I did. So okay, that's good. I just I was very underwhelmed by Napoleon. Let's put it that way.
0: Well, I know you're a history buff too, so you've
1: I've read one book about Napoleon. It was called The Campaigns of Napoleon. I can't remember who wrote it. It's a very it's kind of a very dry big volume about all of his, his entire military career. Mm. But it was actually a really good book. I I think maybe what it came down to is that there's so much to Napoleon. And so much happened in that span of years from the late 1700s to the early, you know, from like 1790 something to 1815 or 16, uh, that span that he ruled, the, the fate of Europe was was in his hands during that period of time. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's obviously it's hard for me to articulate, but it yeah. just was, I don't think that he, that the director, Ridley Scott, was able to adequately summarize employee's those years of his life and and the impact he had on Europe hmm. in that movie i just don't I and 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 I and after I saw the movie I came home and looked at reviews most critics agree with me interesting <laughs> it was, it was okay. an underwhelming but it's got like a six point something on on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes yeah all the re, all the reviews i read on Rotten Tomatoes by critics were saying similar things to what i i felt afterwards interesting. the battle scenes were kind of good yeah I mean he did he definitely did epic battle scenes but other th- other than that i mean he just he didn't sell me at, on Napoleon. It just didn't feel like he was Napoleon. What was Napoleon really like? Well, like, true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Ziggy
0: Piggy champion.
1: Yeah, the yeah. Ziggy Piggy champ. I, <laughs> I feel like I really do, even though that guy was way too short to be Napoleon, ironically, because I think I mentioned this before. Napoleon was not a short person. He, oh. He Napoleon being short was all British propaganda. Oh, <laughs> I didn't so, know that. Okay. And so we've all grown up thinking that that yeah. was true. Whereas yeah. back then, uh, whereas uh, all the all the Napoleonic experts are like, no, 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 he wasn't actually that short. He was pretty average, average to even a little tall for his day. Interesting. Um, I mean, he was in his, I don't remember how tall he was, five, seven or eight or something like that. Everyone was short back then. Yeah. Especially in France. And he was not unusually short. The papers in Britain lambasted him. They called him bony. They called him this oh, yeah. and that. They, yeah. I mean, they, they really lambasted him during those years. Interesting. Uh, for propaganda purposes. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, it's good to know because I feel like there's a few movies that have come out that I have just been kind of like, eh, I'll just wait till it's on digital. And that's, that was one of them. Napoleon. Yes. The Marvels. If I even
1: get around to watching that, I heard that was absolutely yeah, I heard that. just blah. Yeah, which sucks. I was, I was wanting that to be good because I I want all Marvel movies to be good. Well, everybody's
0: kind of saying they're just, they're just losing the touch. They're losing the passion behind it. They don't have the story anymore and they need to take, mm, everybody is saying like, they just need to take a break, you know, give it, uh, give it at least two, three, four years or something. Don't put anything Marvel out. Just refresh. Everybody's got superhero fatigue, you know, yada. That's kind of what I'm hearing. And yeah. The other another thing too is like somebody was asking me, Oh, uh, seven blue seven is like, did you find any new sci-fi shows for sci-fi November? No, I couldn't find a thing. <laughs> they just, everything I tried just kind of sucked and nothing was drawing me in. And I just yeah. got to thinking, yeah, we are either, either and, or I guess putting out too much oh. material. And so they're just not able to be creative. It's like putting out too much music, right? Trying to write too much music. You just can't really get inspired that fast, you know? Yeah. And, or also they just don't have, I don't know, the character development is, I don't know what it is, but it's just like, I'm not being sucked into shows and movies like I used to, but when something well, that, amazing comes out, then I am sucked into it. So it's just, I'm right. finding there's too much that's just not as good as it once was. And so I went back and just well, the, rewatched some of dark matter. <laughs> I'm like, fine.
1: Good. The stuff. strikes didn't help either. So, I mean that, that, no, that I know, but that, it's put been a big delay and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, you're
0: right. It's been the last few years in general. Yeah. It's yeah. too
1: bad because, but then if they take a, if they take a few years off of Marvel, then knowing Hollywood, they'll probably just reboot the whole thing.
0: Well, and they, <laughs> they'll, they'll I know reboot Avengers. <laughs> I know there's legal issues. The reason they keep rebooting stuff is because they lose the rights to it. If they don't, God, so, so annoying. I understand that, but I also think that's a stupid rule. And so oh, to have to is. just keep doing new Spider-Mans and everything else, that's kind of like, yeah, Batman's it's like, guys. well, <laughs> oh, but you'll lose the legal rights to it. I'm like, uh, fine. Lose the legal rights to it. Yeah. Or just like renegotiate and say, okay, let's, let's renew it every eight years or something instead of every two or whatever the heck it is. I don't know, but
1: who knows? I don't anyway. know how that stuff works, but yeah. Deep thoughts with captain influence. <laughs> If steely Dan and famous Dave got into a fight, who would win? Dan may be very steely, but Dave's got the stuff.
0: That's a tough one. Did you get it? No, I got it. I got it. But you (laughs) want to know what wins at all? You know what the music Um, means. Oh, yes, yes, the music. the music. Oh, my goodness. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll be back next week with, uh, yeah, Cyber Ren, a.k.a. The Flash. And then you'll be back the week after. So Woo. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a wonderful week. Real Brian Show is signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of
1: 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.